0: Hello listeners to the Build Your Business Hour uh, with James Fleming from the Power Within Training and Development. We have got a wonderful guest on this morning on the podcast. It's a Mr. Maxwell Muir from Empowerment Coaching. Now Maxwell's speciality is around mindset performance and bridging that gap between sport and business and having the mindset Um, in business that we carry through our uh, our sporting lives so without further ado i am going to bring in a mr maxwell muir mr maxwell muir how are you i'm very well james and hello dave
1: morning maxwell (laughs) great to meet you
2: great to meet you
0: so max you want to tell us a little bit about yourself
2: yeah sure absolutely um I'm from just outside the Edinburgh area. I'm probably 18 months into my first business, Maxwell Muir Empowerment Coaching, and I got into coaching because I I came from an area where I was brought up with very self-restraining beliefs, if you like. and had incredibly low self-esteem, Uh, I was a victim of a lot of uh, ferocious bullying uh, when I was younger. And I was really shut down. Uh, I just wanted to shy away from the world. You know, I never saw myself as having any talent. I certainly never saw myself as a businessman of any sort or uh, anything like that. And my brain was sort of hardwired in such a way where I wasn't built to succeed if that makes any sense i was sort of raised in an environment where any attempts or ideas or anything like that they were basically shut down and i found it incredibly difficult to to get any personal growth going or any self belief going within myself but that's all changed now and i'm on a great road so
0: but i mean- so, so so what we were talking about, I don't know if you were listening when I mentioned Dave was talking about the guitar, how, um, you know, to, to be able to do anything in life, and, I, you know, anybody that knows me, I talk a lot about all success was once a weakness. Yeah. And then and go back to that guitar thing, Dave. You know, to become good at anything, it's all about practice, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. It, it practices everything because practice... Gives you the confidence and in, in, in the progress to move on and get better at what you do, and it's all about improvement, getting better, developing the confidence within yourself before it ever becomes a skill,
1: exactly. Yeah. And I, I tell you another thing, as well, that one thing you've got that I've learned since I've well, basically, since I've got the station up and running with the radio is make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes at the end of the day if you get you'll never learn anything and you'll never get any better if you don't make mistakes so to make a mistake is a good thing you don't think of it as oh my god it's all going down the downhill you just at the end of the day if you make a mistake you'll always that'll improve whatever improve you in whatever you're trying to do totally and and people are not
2: not people that that that's too general but. Many people who would wish more for themselves are frightened to death of Making a mistake Uh, uh, Not even only a failure But they want this perfect product When they attempt something And it's just not possible Uh, The only way to grow is to Make mistakes, to learn by them It's how we deal with them
0: uh,
2: That makes the difference That's the difference that makes the difference
0: Absolutely, absolutely And, And that's how when I was listening to Dave Elerone He was talking about the guitar And how your mind's telling one hand to do one thing And another hand to do another and and it's all about repetition you know consistency uh, you know pushing just keep trying and and, and what a lot of mistakes a lot of people make there's going to be a point here for you Maxwell a mistake that a lot of people make is and if you think about your first ever job you know when you first go into that job you're worried you don't know what you're going to do in fact the chances are you really haven't got a clue what you're going to do or, or how you're going to do it and we have this stress and worry but every day we get a little bit better and a little bit better because we don't have a choice, particularly when you're working for someone. You've got to go to work. You've got to be there by a set time. You've got a set of tasks. You've got expectations. So you've got to improve. But when it comes to something where it's down to us, so let's take away from the business now, or working for someone. and then, Now, let's go to starting a business because it is called build your business. So am going into starting a business. And I know this is something you're eager to talk about, Max. Is when you go into building a business, you don't realise the, the trials and tribulations and the peaks and the troughs that you're going to go through. And sometimes we tell ourselves after a very short time, it's just not for me. I must not be very good at this. And I know that that you talk about excellence excellence in an attitude is a state of mind in, in starting a business. Can you, do you want to uh, talk a little bit about that, Max, about how do we... Let's say there's somebody listening to me right now, so there's someone sitting somewhere and they're thinking they're just starting out a business, they're in the first six months, nine months, so they might be in business five years and they're still really struggling. What would, you, what would you say? How would you help them in terms of just advice? I think... At
2: the very beginning, we seriously underestimate the amount of challenges that are going to come our way. Yeah. So so we're definitely pushed out of our comfort zone into what I call our stretch zone. This is our area of learning, and it's an area that's constantly always going to be stretched. So I think if we need to nurture the attitude that we are going to be challenged, but we also need to embrace the fact that challenges – Good for us. And not all business, especially in the beginning, goes our way. Um, especially if you're a startup. No one knows you. You're probably doing what many other people are doing, but you have to believe in your own uniqueness. And it takes time to develop. It takes time to, just like Dave was saying there, make mistakes. Learn what's working, what's not. What what parts of your attitude Actually, need work because you will run into a lot of self-doubt. You will run into a lot of uh, limiting beliefs, and it's strengthening ourselves through that. You know, uh, experimenting, yeah. finding, to, having the courage to find out if that something is not going to work. It, it's the difference between failing and failure. Failing is a process. Fail failures when you quit and walk away.
0: Yep. So so let's say then, you know, I mean, me and Dave talked about us a, a few months ago when, about setting up a business and when we set up the radio show and, and how you never know what's ahead of you. Yeah. in our minds, we assume, we look at people who's done it before us. We look at successful people. We look at successful athletes and I'm going to go on to the connection in a minute. We look at successful people and we look at them sometimes and we think, why they're so different from us. And in actual fact, The only difference is persistence. Yeah. Focus. Without a doubt. I mean, the road
2: to success is a well-travelled one. And um, when you you look through uh, from tycoons or just down to, to, to successful business people, that they have that drive. that They have this, I will not quit within them. And that is persistence. The definition of persistence is giving something enough time to work. And a lot of people don't give themselves that courtesy, giving stuff enough time to work. You know, It has to work right away. It has to work in the short term. But persistence is everything. And that takes character. Character's a big part of it for me.
0: You, you talk a lot about, Maxwell, about the link between sports psychology and business. Um, and, and by the way, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm a massive believer in this as well. Um, you know, why people in business, you know, they, there's other, they should, how they should be looking after themselves, how they should be looking after their mind, the yeah. process, you know, because we all go through that, so can you make can you just going kind of talk about that connection because I know this is really big in your business about the the sports psychology versus the business, and why it's so important for business owners to adapt to that type of psychology
2: I mean the mindset of any athlete or team is they aim high that they, they they want to be very very good at what they do, so all the habits that they're going to put in place to to achieve that, they have short-term goals and long-term goals, but, but the habits that they put in place to achieve that are, are ones that they're going to demand focus, that they're going to demand uh, commitment. It's going to take a certain amount of mental preparation. And I think there was a book brought out quite a while back called The Corporate Athlete, which... Uh, Touched on quite a bit of that. I've always been fascinated by how intense sports psychology is in bringing out the best of people, and it can be a painful road. It can be a very personal journey, but. The progress, the improvement there is to reevaluate everything that you do, to always get better, to look back in your performance and say, "Okay, what could I do better next time?"
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just uh, the corporate athlete. By was one of the first books I read way back about maybe about ten years ago. Now I was given the book um, at a leadership event, Maxwell. And okay. And it was really important. I mean, I've always, luckily, I've always been someone that eats healthy. You know, I go to the gym. I'm a regular gym user. You know, even when I don't go to the gym, I go running. I'm out on my bike. I'm always, because I really, really strongly believe that to be successful, you need to be taking care of both body and mind. Um, and so I really get that. But so many people um, struggle with it, uh, the, the, the connection Um, Between the two, don't you think?
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of it as well, it, it comes down to how well you handle stress. And I personally, I believe in order to handle stress well, we have to live as healthy a life as possible, both in our minds and bodies. Because uh, everything's detrimental, you, you know, the sleep that we have, the, the diet that we have, the exercise that we take, our, our attitude has to transcend from that uh, into our business. And I think we need to focus on all areas to, to, to get the full benefit of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. David, can I pull you in here? You can pull anything in mind, pal. Talk to me, I've had a (laughs) bath. So, you know, we were talking about this, I think it was um, a couple of months ago now, when you first started up the radio show, and that, you know, you mentioned about mistakes, you've got to make mistakes. But can you remember the self doubt when you first started that, particularly after the first couple of months? What, of the station? Yeah. Yeah, well.
1: It's the thing. It wasn't self doubt. It was a case of I knew I could do it. It was a case of getting other presenters on board. That, that it's like anything. If if you've it's like with your job. If you if you had other other people came on board and stood in front of a seminar and presented to people, you're thinking, God Almighty, I hope they're good because I'm going to have to jump in and take over. And it's yeah. it's the same scenario <clears throat> because you're thinking right. <clears throat> it's very easy that say if you were presenting in front of people people could, if if it was so, so, people are sat there and totally totally fixed on what you're saying and you know you've got these got your audience captivated you've got them in the palm of your hand but the issue is then you've got somebody else that comes at you finish, somebody else comes in and does your job and you're thinking i hope to god these people don't walk out because you're thinking it's not that strong, this, and you've got and you're wavering a little bit and you're thinking, Oh, flipping heck, are they getting this? Or are they, you know, are they enjoying it and this, that, and the other? And that's where the self that's where the doubt comes in. It's thinking, Can somebody do what I can do? Yeah, but then, But then, obviously, when you find people that are better than you, you think, Well, how good is this? Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I, I believe it's, it's a bit connection with people as well. I think making that connection in business with people, I'm a big believer. A big believer and I love to work with, not not people like me, but people with the same values and beliefs as me. Um, I find it so much, and um, we, we seem to grow much faster when you get people on board that act and think like you. No, I'm not saying the same skill sets, but definitely people with the same beliefs and values. I think that's really, really important. And by the way, on that note, Davey, I'm going to bring us into Max's first song. Right. Max, would you like to introduce your first tune?
2: the first tune is by Moby it's called Extreme Ways and and the song's basically a gore for me you know it gets me up It, it motivates me to go so it's a good energy charger
1: quality, right, here's Moby then we'll be right back with the guys right after this
2: Perfect color me Extreme ways that helped me That helped me out late at night Extreme places I had gone But never see any light Dirty basements, dirty norms Dirty places coming through Extreme walls alone Did you ever like it, Pam? I would stand in line for this
0: Back on this one, Dave. Max. Yes. Hello. Hey, got a quick one for you. I was just sit sitting think there, listening at Moby. Um, you know what? I I I think we talked about this um not long ago. um about the the companies, big companies, organisations out there, they they spend a lot of I mean my background of course is 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 corporate oil and gas. And I've you know been all over the world with them, and they're, they're very heavily investing in skills, training, and technical training, and, and you know all those things required for your job. But a lot of them don't invest enough in professional development, and I mean that in terms of you know developing the people from the inside out. And I know that you're really big in, in investing in yourself. Can you talk a little bit about? I first of all you're personal journey and personal development are investing in yourself and why it's important to maybe business owners out there, things that they might want to look out for, maybe courses that might come up, things that they really should be maybe thinking about to take themselves and their business to the next level.
2: Yes, uh, absolutely. I, I, I think that real growth happens from the inside out regardless of whatever it is that you do. Uh, my own personal journey was building up an acute self-awareness, if you like, of my thoughts, my beliefs, and ultimately my behaviour, um, because your attitude is a vehicle for your behaviour. And uh, I think it's very important when t- t- you recognise thoughts and stumbling blocks that can stop you making progress. In the world of sports, it's absolutely crucial that you have the proper mindset prior to performance. The, the difference between a winner and a loser often is the level of focus that they have. And it's not so much in your skill set. At crucial times, when there's pressure, focus is usually the defining factor that the wins through. And it's really important to develop mindsets. Uh, even in terms that there the, was someone said once that far too many people go to their graves with songs that were never written, pictures that were never painted, and businesses that were never built. And even on a personal level, troubled hearts that were never gladdened. It's this can all be changed with your mindset. It boosts performance. And I think the modern The modern world of leadership, coaching, in business is focusing now a lot more on investing in mindset skills, about changing how we think, about having a growth mindset, about moving ourselves forward. I really had to work very hard in changing my thoughts and my behaviours and ultimately my actions. I worked for years on that. But, you know, once you get some momentum going... It's actually addictive as well as profitable. And I've found that an absolutely crucial turning point in my life. And, and I'm constantly aware of it now. I've constantly built up an acute self-awareness where I can recognise, because I still get them, at certain thoughts that might block my progress or putting fear in its place. There's such a thing as an intelligent fear. And I think it's very, very important to to use things like that for you so that it moves you forward rather than stops you going forward.
0: Absolutely. C- couldn't agree more, Max. And on that note, I don't know, I actually have uh, every workshop that I run, whether it's within a, a corporate organisation, whether it's one-to-one uh, workshops, I have a little saying that I say and it's, and it goes right back to what you just said about singing your song. It's the mass of today's society leads lives of quiet desperation, for they go to their grave with the song still inside them, for they never learn to throw off the chains of fear and self doubt.
2: Absolutely, yeah, that that that's very true, you know. And uh, as we progress, we're, we're we're able, I think, to test ourselves in that, you know, how, how we deal with pressure, because pressure's everything in business, in sports, in life, and how we control our stress and make it work for us. I think that's the difference between people who are very successful, that they've found out how to manage their stress well on an individual basis, uh, even in a team performance scenario, uh, whether it's a business or a sporting team, they're able to focus and channel that stress into performance, and that's critical to success.
0: Absolutely, and it's also true to say. I mean, I, I talk about a lot of famous um, sports personalities um, because obviously we're very we're very focused on success being sport. Related or senior business owner related, and we're very focused on that. So I use a lot of terminology or or stories around sports personalities as well because we automatically assume the mindset of them. Now, a a race can be won and lost with the thoughts that they're having prior to the race. A business deal, a sales call, a, a, a football match can be won and lost by the way that that striker is thinking and feeling, by the way that that sales rep is walking into that sales call, by the way that a businessman is walking into that, uh, you know, a presentation and the power of thought is absolutely mind blowing. Yet people still don't get it. They they look at it as, I think the word is heebie-jeebie, you know, one of those, yeah, uh, yeah, you know where I'm going?
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, And it's a, Again, it can fall down to pressure. I mean, if you look at the time, 60 seconds in a minute, okay? Now, to some people, if if you're down or the tide's going against you, you might feel like time's ticking away. But to a lot of people with a success mindset, a minute's a long time. You can still turn things around. It, it, it focuses your effort, Um Sporting teams that are being great at that. Uh, Alex Ferguson's Manchester United, famous for turning it around when the pressure was there with a minute to go. Um, uh, fighters, that, that, that minute between rounds that their coaches use to full effect. The, you know, a minute's a long time. So it, some great decisions are made at the drop of a hat within a minute. So uh, how we use that in going forwards...
1: There's, a, th- there's a, th- a well-known saying now, isn't there, that three seconds is where you make a decision. Within those three seconds is where you make a decision. And uh, when you picked up about Alex Ferguson and Sir Alex at Manchester United, one of the main things... I mean, I, I, was, coached, I was coached by Billy Fultz at Manchester United, one of the Busby Babes. And one of the things that you're taught when you're at the club is mental strength. Yeah. And how to, how to actually... Be strong in your head and not be not be diverted by other things that are going on around you, and you just do as your <clears throat> as your thinking in a straight line. You don't divert from that, and that is if you think that something is possible, you'll make it possible, and that's what you taught from again. Ge- and that's that was actually brought through to me through the club, and it's very apt. That what well, you're just saying that I just I just went wow. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Yeah, because
2: when you feel fueled with a performance, when there's a lot on the line, uh, whether it's business or sports, a minute is that can be infinite. Yeah. You, it, it can produce sort of not superhuman, but really dramatic positive effects in performance. It, it really can. That it's uh, I'm fascinated by that.
1: Yeah yeah. Oh I was a lot of the t- a lot of the time when I was being coached a lot of it was mental stuff as well as obviously skill stuff and learning about the club and everything else and how to how to project yourself and how to be as a person the the, the club actually brought it's the same with <clears throat> a lot of the lads that came through in the night the team of 92 they were they were brought through uh by the, the oh, what's his name now? Eric that just died. Now he he was the first team coach, and he brought the the young lads through. Brought Gary Neville, David David Beckham, uh, and all the other lads, and they they were brought up with this mentality of never letting anything be out of reach. You know, any, yeah. anything was possible, and it's uh, if you if you set your mind to it, you know, ninety odd percent of the time you'll make it happen. And that was the, that was the mentality that uh, Ferguson and, and Eric brought to the to the club was that you know. Don't. nothing's not achievable and anything that you want to set your mind to you go for it and you make it happen
2: yeah and the discipline that surrounds that attitude that that never say die attitude that, that there's always the possibility of winning the discipline that surrounds that is all in the details uh, uh, this is what uh, someone called it, Clive Woodward I think called it paying critical attention to the non-essentials yeah yeah it's where we get these marginal gains that make the difference and it's getting people in in the modern business world now to know that in all these details all these marginal gains that, that this is where the success lies i mean on their own a lot of these things don't make a big difference no. but they've got a cumulative effect that's very powerful it's why swimmers shave their legs
1: yeah
0: yeah I do that as well I do that as well maxwell. Listen on that word "impossible." um, I don't know if any of you remember Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah, I've met him. Yeah, yeah, he said the impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in a world that they've been given than to explore the power that they have, the change. Wow. I mean, wow. Impossible is potential. I mean, that's just and that's how it is. You know, I, I meet. Business owners, I mean, obviously, Max, you know me, and you know what what I, what I do for a living is developing growing businesses, and I meet businesses all the time. You know, three four times a week, new business owners. They have been in business some six months, some twelve months, some two three years, and they have that same thing. I normally ask them um, a couple of questions and and ask them about you know what is it you want for your business. And they say, I want a successful business. I want to be successful. And I say, great. I'll say, so what is success to you? And they'll normally give me, oh, success, financial freedom, blah, 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 whatever that is. And then I'll say, would you agree then that success is a goal in life for you? And they'll go normally say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Success, absolutely. That's a goal in life. And I'll say, so do you have a plan how you're going to achieve that goal? And 99 0.9% 0.9% of the time they say nope. And I'll say, so how are you going to achieve it then? If you don't have a plan, at least to take action on how to achieve it, how are you going to know? How are you even going to know that what you're doing isn't creating, you know, a further, you know, a path further away from the goal? And it just blows my mind that they fail before they even start with the, with the mindset. I
2: agree. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, don't you also think, James, that. Especially here in Scotland, I believe that, that over years gone by, we're sort of raised in such a way as how dare you think big. When you look at athletes, they want to reach the top of their game. They want to be world champions. That's a goal. And no one thinks at all that it's an egotistical or arrogant thing. But if you say you want to be the very best that you can be in business, you want to get the top of your game in and, and Scotland and possibly the past generation and moving on, it's, it, who do you think you are, you know? And
0: it's, it's changing that mindset. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And, and obviously, you know, I, I do talk a lot about this on that note, Dave, would we, Max, would you like to uh, introduce your second tune?
2: My second tune is, uh, I'm thinking of the right order, Green Onions by Booker T. <laughs>
1: To that, then. I know. All the, I know all the words to that now. We're here. We're here. We're here. I know. I know. I know. I was, the thing is with that song, though, Green Onion. For whatever reason, I always picture some bloke riding round on a bike with onions around his neck. It, 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 I can't get the vision out of my head. Aye, uh, funnily enough, you're over in France. I know. <laughs> I know, and it's the last thing you'll ever see over here a bloke riding around with a bunch of onions around his head The thing is, you'd be crying your eyes out, wouldn't you, if you had that If you had onions around your face all the time (laughs) You wouldn't be able to see where
0: you're going That was because of that, uh, what was the show? Hello, hello Hello, 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 hello. That's, the, that's why
1: that is. That was hello, hello. Yeah, but what, what I was just thinking was, imagine if you if you were on a bike and you had a load of onions around your neck and you had a bump and you ended up putting in an insurance claim, how many insurance companies in France would have riding a bike, had onions around my neck and the next minute, bang, something happened in the this, that and the other. <laughs> they'd all be got, you know, they'd be reading it and go, oh no, not another, not another bike onion case here. We've got, put that in that pile there. They'd have a pile about. I don't know how high, wouldn't they? <laughs>
0: Oh, brilliant, man. Absolutely brilliant. Right, Maxie! Hello. <laughs> you know, I, Dave is just... see some of the things he comes out with. There was one day, I think it was a few weeks ago, we were having a chat and he was telling me, he says, uh, I'm sitting here in my living room, I've got my barbecue on, heating my feet up, and I'm thinking to myself, Dave, not, I'm in my underpants, heating my feet up with my barbecue on, and I'm thinking... Oh, only Dave, man, only Dave.
1: No, I, said, I said I had my thong on with my, with my barbecue, with the gas barbecue on, and it was I was heating my socks up, and I had a welder's mask on and a balaclava, and you and you and you just went to pieces, didn't you, when I when I, mess, when I messaged you?
0: because yeah, th- I because I couldn't get the picture out of my bloody head. I'm like, no, Dave, no. <laughs> That's what you Just get. That, but uh, my wife's French,
2: David, and the amount of times I've been there, and I've still never seen a guy with those onions and on the bikes. So. Oh, you never do, do
1: you? You never see. Well, I've never seen a bloke with a berry on yet. I've seen him walking round, you know, with the. Uh, I'm trying to think what's French that you'd see normally. He's always, you know, you'll see him with a cigarette out the red and all that. But very, you don't see people with a berry where I live on the West Coast. Never had a berry on the red. I mean, you might see it in in Paris, but all of that, you know, onions round your neck and a berry on doesn't happen. No, <laughs> a million miles from the truth. It's like the Scots having haggis for dinner every day. You don't do that, do you, Flumbo? No, certainly not. Well, let you let you go. Go. <laughs>
0: Although I do, I do like a little bit of haggis.
1: Yeah, but it's like eating sawdust, mate. Isn't it? I mean, I've had it once. My God, I, I could have flossed with it when I had, when I finished eating it. It was a, it was ridiculous. I was I thought, my God, I've been sandblasted the inside of my mouth here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus, yeah, I nearly swore there.
1: And the other, th- and the other thing I've got to tell you is, well, while I was up there, I went to a wedding, and the family that I was going to the wedding, they got me wearing a kilt. I wore the, I think it was a Mackenzie kilt, and uh, I had this kilt on. It was unbelievable. It was quality, but for the wedding, the brothers of the bride said to me. You know, we'll have a bet that you don't wear anything under it. And I thought, blow this. I, you know, I'm not wearing anything under the kilt. So so I put Bugger All on under it. I got ready and I looked the part. I've got photographs of me in it. It looks stunning. Look good. I'd look great in a bin bag, mate. But anyway, I'm in this kilt. And the next thing is, I'm at the registry office and we're all sat there in this like herringbone setup. And the bride and the groom are up at the front and we're all side, in rows either side. And the next minute, I've sat down and, like you do, legs akimbo, and. Uh, the, what do you call it, the front, what's the uh, the pouch at the front called? Sporting. That's it. Sporting, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm glad you remembered it. That that wasn't heavy enough, obviously, to press the kilt down. So I'm sat there, completely oblivious to the fact that everything was on view, and uh, there was two girls on the other side of the bride's family looking across, <laughs> kind of like winking at me and I'm thinking what's going on over there I don't know them and then it wasn't until the guy next to me saying all of a sudden I got this punch in the ribs saying close your legs for God's sake (laughs) but it was the best thing ever I was I got I got well attached to it I didn't want to take the thing off I thought this is unreal this no wonder they won they won all the army in fights that were against us wearing these I bet they were all there thinking yay right lads we're running free we're going for it commando
0: come on we're going to kick ten bells out of them (laughs) <laughs> oh davey boy oh dearie me listen maxi yes <laughs> listen, listen this is normal for the show dave just takes his show to whole different levels <laughs> anyway i'm going to get back on track thanks for that wonderful picture dave and you and a kilt with your tackle hanging at the bottom
1: you're more than welcome it was actually trying to get the knife out of my sock at the time which shocked me
2: I thought I'd <laughs> wandered on to another frequency there. But... <laughs> you,
1: any girls out there, if you want to call 0898 for, to get older, myself, Max or James, we we're available for weddings, bar mitzvahs and <coughs> wakes at any point in your life.
0: Oh, dear. <laughs> right, anyway, Maxie, back on track here. Right. So <laughs> what we were talking about... Um, we're talking about you know, kind of Muhammad Ali and his quotes, and the impossible, and the being the impossible, just being a barrier to the possible, and all that, all that stuff. Now, I know that you're you're you kind of recently started up with well, your second business, really, isn't it? Because you had a business before that, which you still have with the the dogs, but you recently started up, and, and I know that. You know, we all face challenges, even when you've got the most strongest mindset. Even the best athletes in the world sometimes have challenges around that thought, particularly with things are not going to plan.
2: Yeah,
0: I want to talk a little bit about that.
2: Okay, it's. I think it's quite important to realise because when we start a business, we've got, we've got great ambitions and and what we want for ourselves, and but part of the growth. Thing for me is, you don't always win every day. You don't always win every time. There there are going to be obstacles, setbacks, moments where you hit a wall. But these are all to to me essential to, to growth. You don't. You perhaps you don't realize it at the time, and it can be incredibly frustrating. It can be incredibly trialsome, but. It's essential because I I think ultimately when we're going to succeed, we need to be honed. We need to be developed by trial. And I think there's no better place to do that in our first three years in business, without a doubt. Every, the grind that you face, the the, the long hours, the, the it's twenty four seven, it's a lifestyle. And sometimes we can underestimate the fact that it is a lifestyle. You know, we switch off now and again. We make time for ourselves. We spend times with family and stuff like that. But always in the back of our mind, we seem to be thinking business, or I am anyway, or seem to be thinking about growth, how I'm going to overcome this. And I think what it gives you, I think that the most powerful and valuable tool you have is you become a problem solver.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's it's imperative. We get, I mean, I think there's a famous saying, I don't remember who said it, that um, there's, there, there, look at any successful person and you will see a difficult past. Yes. No, success is not... You know, success is... I believe every, every man, woman and child has the ability to be successful. I believe success is born to all, not a chosen few. But to create that success in business takes, if you think about um, going back to feeling like a child, I I love to talk about this wee story, the feeling like a child, and I know I'm going to bring you in on this in a minute, Max. You know, when when we learn to walk, we fall on average 260 times before we learn to walk. Now, put yourself into business. Now, imagine failing an average of two hundred and sixty times before you're successful. Most people give up. Would you agree?
2: Most definitely. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so in your so uh, obviously your business is is about empowerment, empowering people. That that mindset performance. How do if you could advise? Let's say you've got somebody sitting right now. They're listening to the show and they're 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 going through that. You know, a lot of people try and buy success, right? I mean, I hear people say to me all the time, "It takes money to make money," right? I say bullshit. Yeah. If you want it enough, you will find a way. Yes, I suppose having money behind you helps, but it won't buy success. So how how would you help someone who's maybe in that process of, you know, I'm not really sure. They're kind of more focused on the problems rather than the, the possibilities. How how would you? How would you help or what would you say to someone?
2: I think the key ingredient was just in your discussion there is in overcoming anything, being successful in business is not a goal. You you really need to know why you're doing what you're doing. I founded Empowerment Coaching because... I really want to see people win. I was told for years that that I couldn't win, that I didn't deserve to, to have anything like that, that I wasn't made up of that stuff. I think you really need a strong internal reason and value for what you're doing, what you're doing. You have to find your why. Why are you doing it? It's not the money. It's not this sucks it's not what success brings in material things or anything like that. I genuinely want to see people win who've been told they can or or believe they can and and I think for any startup any entrepreneur or anyone chasing any type of success, why do you want to do it What, what are you going to do when the storms come is Is your reason strong enough? To pull you through. Because if it is, you're you're gonna experience what it's like to win. Yeah.
0: I think Simon Cineak says, uh, or Cynic says find your why. Because once you find your why, everything else falls into place. And my my way of saying find your why is if you want it, or sorry, it's in the want to that you will find the how to. How much do you want something? And then and then and then build it from there. But I really, I mean, I'm my whole business ethos changed when I really understood my why. By the way, that's anybody listening. An amazing book. Yeah. Uh, Find your why by Simon Sinek. It's more of a exercise rather than a than a read, and yeah. it's fantastic for finding your why. In fact, it really very enlightening. And your why is without a
2: doubt going to be tested. Oh yes, it's got to be strong because you, you you are going to experience the storms. There are going to be times when your morale's low. There are going to be times when you are grinding it out and and seeing not get no tangible results from Absolutely. that. Your why is your fuel when everything else is falling down around you, and it does happen. I've, I've had it happen myself. I I've, I've keep saying, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this. Eric Thomas, that motivational speaker, says, you've you got to want it as bad as you want to breathe.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I actually talk about that a lot, Maxwell. It's in the want to, you find the how to, because most people, I mean, let's talk about something really simple like losing weight, right? Now, if you say to someone um, who... Let's say needs. I'm not going to say lose weight, but needs to create a more healthier lifestyle. You know, they don't feel good. They're tired. They don't like the way that they look. They're, they're really not in a good place because they've allowed themselves to get in that spiral, and um, they've always got. An, and I don't mean this derogatory or negative in any way, but they've always got an excuse about why it hasn't worked. Now, people call them diets. I don't like the word diet. I look at it as lifestyle. And they always have a reason. But then when I ask them, how much do they really want to lose weight? How much? Let's just, for example, talk about weight. I don't mean this, you know, uh, literally, but how much do you want to lose those two or three stones? And most of the time, they don't really want it enough. And because they don't want it enough, they're no willing to get through the pain barrier. They're no willing to sacrifice and be persistent and consistent with that process. You know what I mean?
2: Yes, absolutely. And persistence has, persistence has to have a strong drive behind it. It needs a strong why. Having a why has got to be emotional. It's, it's got to be a very emotional reason for for you, you doing what you want to do. It's got to be the defining factor that, pushes you through when you've got nothing else. <laughs> and you, you, and when things get on top of you, it, it's your want to. How, how bad do you really want to get it through? And you've also got to take an analysis and say, okay, what's the cost? What's the cost here if I don't? What, what's it going to bring to me if I do? That's got to be equally as strong
0: absolutely the why is so and it is and i i say this a lot and actually teach it a lot to sales people to i mean to senior management i mean i've had this conversation with senior senior people within organizations about your why should feel emotional when you think about it yeah there's a why a lot of people say oh you know money success and all these things about why and really it's a lot of a lot of the times for people with families is, is they just want to provide a better life for their son or their daughter or gain them better opportunities, and that's a pretty strong why. Yes. When really, when they really find that, you know, it is it's, it's 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 incredible how. And another thing that comes up a lot, particularly with with startups, and and, and you know, when I say startup, I mean under five years, because I still talk startup as that startup phase. And a lot of, I hear a lot of the time, you know, people get into business and see if you're going to do something. You need to love it. I mean, love it. You need to have a passion and a purpose of why you're doing it because it's going to be hard.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You're going to have times when you're really questioning why you did it in the first place. You're going to start wondering, if it would, be, would I be better going back and getting a job? I was more secure then, you know, blah, 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 blah. The usual story you hear, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. and I think that brings about deep thinking. I think you've got to be a deep thinker but when you're absolutely living something 24-7, because it's going to take sacrifice. Some things have got to go, and uh, whether that's certain habits that 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 you're fostering, uh, whether it's certain social circles that that you're uh, dwelling among, some things have got to go. A lot of pleasurable pursuits have got to go. It's uh, your why's got to be strong enough that where you're absolutely living your dream before
0: that dream comes
1: true.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't believe more, man. Honestly, couldn't believe believe more. I mean, it's like, how I look at it is, see if you don't have a strong enough why and a strong enough want, then you have lack of direction. Yes. And lack of direction means you have lack of time. And guess what? We all have the same amount of time. We all get 24 hours in a day. But successful people, successful sports stars, Seem to make time last longer than unsuccessful people, and that's down to focus and direction, in my opinion.
2: Absolutely. Well, it's like going back to that 60 seconds. Um, a, a lot of people just let time tick away minutes into hours into weeks and months. Half an hour to us, we, we can do a lot with. You know, if you're really business focused, if you're investing in yourself and your segment segmenting out your time, a half hour is a lot of time to dedicate to something. And if you do a half hour a day on something in five years' time, you're going to acquire a certain expertise in whatever skill you're spending your time on.
0: Absolutely. Listen, Max, we've only got a few minutes left. Before we go, uh, would you like to tell the the viewers, the list of the viewers? I'm going a bit cuckoo. Viewers? What are you on? (laughs) I'm thinking my podcast, my my, my video show that I do. Anyway, uh, Max, tell people how they can get a hold of you, your Facebook page, your website. Give us some details. If somebody wants to reach out to you, wants to find out more, wants to get you into their business and help their sales teams, how do they get a hold of you?
2: Okay. Uh, Anyone can look up Maxwell Muir Empowerment Coaching on the website. There's a Facebook page as well. Just email email me, maxwell at maxwellmureempowerment.com. And I will promptly reply and we can take it from there.
0: I would just like to say a big thank you to Maxwell Muir and the Empowerment Coaching and a big thanks to everybody listening to the podcast today. So if you're interested in being on the Build Your Business Hour with Expat Radio that goes out to over 125,000 listeners across Europe and the UK, please drop me a note. That's James Fleming the Build Your Business Hour, the Power Within Training Development, and have a wonderful day.